Hello and welcome to the Product Life Podcast, where we talk to successful entrepreneurs and business leaders about their journey to success. Today we are joined by Regan, the co-founder of Charmed by a Cause, an ethical fine jewelry e-commerce brand. Regan, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me, Apurv. I'm really excited to be here. I love what you're doing. Thank you. Can you tell us about your journey in the world of sustainable and ethical fashion and how you came to co-found Charmed by a Cause? Sure. The co-founder, my partner and I, Betsy Milliken, we had a, um, a fashion jewelry company in the 90s called Rumblefish. And we actually used to use vintage trim and things back then. So we didn't even know we were being eco-friendly, but we used all eco-friendly old things and turned them into jewelry. Um, we got, you know, we were in a lot of magazines. It went really well. We had a successful company and then kind of life changed a little bit. I got married, she moved away. So we stopped Rumblefish. And then some years ago, we started Charmed by a Cause because we were actually commissioned to make a charm for an event in California that was to give um, uh, celebrities a piece of jewelry to celebrate their philanthropic uh, exercises in the community. So we created a charm for them and then we thought, wow, we should do this, this is great. So it was well-received and that's how Charm by a Cause started. Got it. So Charmed by a Cause is an ethical fine jewelry e-commerce brand with a focus on giving back and non-profit collaborations. Can you tell us about some of the non-profit collaborations you have had and the impact they have made? Sure. Um, right now we're working well on our website. When someone buys something retail off our e-commerce site, we have a drop-down menu where 10% of the purchase price goes to that nonprofit. It also shows you the exact dollar amount that's going to the nonprofit. Right now we have the Little Wish Foundation, which is a foundation for kids that are in the hospital that have cancer. So they will grant a wish, like someone, a kid might want a computer or to go to Disneyland. So they grant wishes. So that's one of our um, charity partners. Then Impact One is another fantastic partner. They actually help women that are going through breast cancer with free wigs, anything they need, support. Um, it's a great community. And then Woodstock. Um, farm Sanctuary is a farm sanctuary for animals that have been mistreated and released or escaped from, from being harmed for food production. And so, you know, that's one of our causes as well. Um, but we also do just specific charms for charity. That's what we're moving into our new focus. So right now we, we created one for Operation Light Shine, which is, you know, to help bring awareness and stop, um, uh, traffic, human trafficking, uh, which is like unbelievable when you find out what the statistics actually are on that. And then uh, also we just created a charm for one of our nonprofits, the Little Wish Foundation that I'm wearing. So we do it in collaboration. Like we meet with them over Zoom or in person and collaborate because we don't want to make just a logo piece of jewelry. We want it to have meaning and that, you know, I might be wearing something, someone will say, oh, what's that? And then it opens up a dialogue. <clears throat> well, it's clear that Charmed by a Cause is making a positive impact in both the jewelry industry and the world. So how has COVID-19 pandemic affected your business at Charmed by a Cause? And how have you adapted to the challenges it has presented? 
Well, that's interesting because I think that actually, I think for a lot of people and a lot of businesses and for ours, it made us pivot um, because right before the pandemic, we had just started selling into retail stores. So they were all ethically, you know, sustainable stores. There was one in Europe, one in New York, one in California, and we had shipped to them. And then they all ended up folding, which was really sad for them because they put a lot of money into building these brick and mortar stores. Um, so then we, you know, just started thinking about what we really wanted to do. And do we want to be in the fashion industry anymore, even if it's more sustainable? So we decided to really go full force on the nonprofits and, you know, do something that's meaningful because most of the time when nonprofits do things that are um, branded, it's a t-shirt or a water bottle or a throwaway piece of jewelry. So, you know, a t-shirt or a sweatshirt, you might wear a few times, but you're not wearing it all the time. So if we can design a specific, beautiful piece of jewelry, someone might be inclined to wear it more often than a t-shirt or show their water bottle. So that's kind of how that started, but it was definitely pivoted from the pandemic and we had to make a change. Got it. So Katie wrote a review mentioning that she was impressed by the ethical and responsive sourcing of Charmed by a Cause's unique jewelry. Can you tell us more about your sourcing? Sure. We have, we make everything in New York City in our studio in Montclair. So we have a factory partner that's in New York City and everything they do is sustainable. It's all um the the metals are all recycled sterling, recycled gold. We supply our own. If we use diamonds, we use reclaimed or we use um, lab grown diamonds and natural stones. So, and we also don't, you know, we don't make costume jewelry because that is very heavily toxic as far as the plating and all the processes. So this company only deals in ethically crafted jewelry. So they're our factory partner. And we've worked with them for a long time. We have a really good relationship and you know we're comfortable. They always go the extra mile to make sure everything's you know, very made sustainably. We trust them. God, it makes sense. In another review, Maria mentioned that she loves the creativity and unique nature of Charmed by a Causes products. Can you speak to the inspiration behind the company's designs and how you stay innovative in a competitive market? Sure. As far as, you know, being relatable fashion-wise, I think Betsy and I have always, we kind of design from our heart what we like, but we also really love vintage pieces. So, I might, you know, go to a flea market and find some really cool vintage 19, well, actually like this horse charm, if anyone can see it, it's from the 1930s, it was a watch fob. So we recreated it and, you know, now we recast it in 14 karat gold or sterling silver. So it's kind of a marriage of vintage and modern things that we create ourselves. But that's what makes it fun because Betsy's actually, she's a trained jeweler and I'm more visual. My expertise came from just putting random things together and creating jewelry. And she's got the technical skills that I didn't have. So we make a good team. That's nice. So you have experience working with various sustainable and environmentally friendly companies. How do you think the fashion industry as a whole can become more sustainable and eco-friendly? 
Well, that's a big question. And a lot of people are trying to address that. It's interesting because uh, a company called Fashion, wait, Fashion Innovation just actually rang the bell on the stock market two days ago, which is amazing that, you know, actual people's eyes on sustainability are there in the fashion industry. Uh, I think a lot of it has to do with educating the consumer and making the price points, you know, that it, it ends up when more people do something together, it drives the price point down because some ethical things or sustainable fashion is very expensive. Um, so you want to make the price point go down and you want to educate people not to buy fast fashion and, you know, you're going to wear it for a day and you're going to throw it away. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense anymore. And, you know, I'm, I, because of my age, I've seen the whole revolution, uh, revolution of going to stores and quality, you know, the quality has gone down in manufacturing. You don't know who's making it half the time. You're worried it could be some little kid in China. So I find my best advice is to shop at resale stores because the quality is better. You're buying something maybe five or six years older and the older it is, it seems like the quality is better. Um, as far as jewelry is concerned, uh, anyone shopping for, you know, wedding bands, wedding rings, I would shop for ethically sourced diamonds, which is, you know, hard to find as well, or go the lab grown route. Um, those are the things that I would really promote and just resell, reuse, repair. <laughs> Got it. So that was going to be my, my next question. Uh, like if you could give any tips for finding and buying sustainable and ethical fashion especially jewelry, but I guess you covered that. I so, kind of covered that, right? Because we like to say, make it a keepsake, not a cheapsake. So that's kind of, you know, because just cheap fashion is just just filling our landfills. It's just really sad, you know, and that's education and people understanding what they're actually doing, that they're impacting, not in a good way, the planet. Got it. So for the last segment, I would like to ask you a couple of rapid fire questions. Okay. So favorite book? The fa my favorite book right now that I'm reading, I'm actually reading it twice, is um, Panache Desai. And it's a book called You Are Enough. I, I just, it's like changed the way I think about things. So I really can't say enough about that book. Early bird or night owl? Uh, night owl, but I try, I, you know, I'll have times of trying to go to bed early, but I always do my best work at night. I seem to be creative at night. Favorite travel destination? Uh, I haven't traveled lately, so anywhere would be good. <laughs> Coffee or tea? Coffee, definitely. Cats or dogs? I have a dog. Big Favorite dog. Hobby. Favorite what? Favorite hobby? Hobby, hiking with my dog. Favorite cuisine? Uh, Thai. Love Thai food. Great. Thank you so much for sharing your insight with us, Regan. It was a pleasure having you on the show. It was a pleasure seeing you and thank you for inviting us. We appreciate it.